Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates, information, and picks, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. This episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability and totals using hitter and pitcher projections I've created along with weather data, which mattered a lot yesterday. It's going to matter a lot today again in order to make one side pick, one total pick on every game that's played Monday through Sunday. Though there are no Sunday betting shows, I do have a Sunday episode for you tomorrow. It'll be short, but just some uh, educational tools that I think will be really interesting. So check that out, a little Sunday show for you. No betting show on Sunday, but I will have the Google Sheet with the model, and I will make my own picks, and I'll probably tweet out... uh, a sentence or two about a few of the games, especially later in the day. Um, so check that out. So some Sunday plays, just no Sunday betting show. But again, a special show for you tomorrow, so don't miss out on that. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same as what I'm doing. It's my goal in this episode is to share key information about today's games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why the model or I like a certain play in order for you to come up with picks that you are comfortable with. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. And as I go through my plays, remember there are no locks and gambling, so I'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. But as always, please remember that good and bad variance will occur, so as much as I'd like to see it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Big day yesterday, A plays rolling again. B plays at least split 50-50. Uh, those A plays just keep rolling it's a lot of fun when that happens, and it's been rolling a lot. Of, like I said yesterday, a lot of y'all are rolling with it. So uh, hopefully we can keep that going today. And before we get to that slate, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. The only way is when you turn notifications on to ensure you don't miss any the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter. Drop a comment from YouTube. I love those. And try to respond to as many as I can. And we've also partnered with Horse Racing Today. You can find their stuff at horseracingtoday.net for those of you who like to bet on some horses. They have a team of five people with over 125 years of combined experience at handicapping horse races. There isn't an angle they don't know or bias they can't identify. Check out their YouTube shows or website. The links are in the description. We'll get right to it today. There is a 1 p.m. Eastern game, Guardians of White Sox. We haven't confirmed starting pitchers for which who's going where in this doubleheader. Uh, so I'm not going to really spend much time on it. Uh, I'll talk about the weather. That's about it. It's going to start in the mid-80s and close around 90 degrees. There is a chance of rain this afternoon uh, for, for in the evening for either game. So that could affect things. Um, winds will be blowing mostly across. So no real wind effect. It'll be a warm day, though. So it'll play uh, more like you know hitter-friendly weather. Uh, but we'll see what happens with the starting pitchers. If they're as I've, pro- as I've projected, as I'm putting in, um, you know, I've got this mostly as a toss-up slightly to the White Sox, but of course, we'll see how that all plays out, and I'll update, of course, that on Twitter. A couple of games in this 4-10 Eastern slot, first one being the Astros and the Mariners. Astros winning last night and ending the Mariners' 900-game winning streak. It seems like that we've been on the Mariners. We're going to be on the Mariners again today at plus 128. It's really tough to fade Justin Verlander, but this seems like a toss-up game. The model says Astros minus 104. As good as Verlander is, Logan Gilbert's pretty good, too. The Mariners' offense does trail the Astros' offense, but their bullpen is a little better. Seattle at home, I think there's just some value here at plus 128. 
The math would indicate that this is an A grade. So that's something to take note of. I'm dropping it to a B grade because personally, it's really tough to fade Verlander. He's so good. I mean, I'm not breaking any news here. 189 ERA. The reason the model says to fade him is that the advanced metrics say that his ERA should be in the low threes. And when you look at Logan Gilbert, the advanced metrics say his should be in the mid threes. So the the metrics would indicate that the difference between these two starting pitchers isn't that much. The biggest difference is that Verlander's going to give you an extra inning or two than Gilbert, and that absolutely adds value. But with how good the Mariners' pen is, the model thinks it's not that big of a deal that it's Edge Astros pitching, but not by as much as you'd think. And of course, again, it is Edge Astros on the offense, but this game being in Seattle, it's kind of toss-uppy. So plus 128 is pretty a pretty good mathematical edge. I just can't get there with an A grade because Verlander has been so amazing this year. He can absolutely throw, go out there and throw eight shutout innings. He's done it in Seattle multiple times. I think there's value on the Mariners, but it's just I just can't get to an A grade. If you can and you and you want to play this value, I think it's great. This is why I talk about scaling wagers. It's one where I think the Mariners decide you want to be on, but you got to figure out how you want to scale it. In my opinion, I just I can't get behind Astros at minus one forty. I think it's just way too steep of a price on the road against a good Mariners team. Um, so I think it's Mariners or pass. But I think how much you put on the Mariners kind of just depends depends on your confidence level. Personally, I don't love the idea of fading Verlander, but I think there's enough value on the Mariners to be invested. So that's kind of where my thought process is on this game. And with regards to the total, I think it's pressed really well. The model says 7.2. I'll take over the lean at minus 105. But given these two pitchers and that ballpark, it's not one that I'm super confident in. So I think the main thing is the Mariners just got to figure out how how bold you can be in fading Verlander. Um, if nothing else, at least, like I said, you've got Logan Gilbert and a pretty good Mariners bullpen on your side if that's the direction you go. Other game at 410, Blue Jays and Red Sox. I think the Blue Jays are still scoring runs, and I kind of expect them to still be scoring runs today. I expect both teams to score runs. It's a very similar situation we talked about yesterday. It's going to be hot in Boston, 93 degrees to start, 91 degrees to close. Wind's blowing out at 5 to 10 miles an hour the entire game. There will be runs. The model says the total should be 13. I talked about it yesterday. It's a massive hitter's ballpark. It's a hot day. The ball is going to be flying out. Manoa is a good pitcher. Don't get me wrong. 228 ERA in the season, but it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Manoa's good. He's not that good. The model thinks that his ERA should be more in the mid to upper three. So again, good. I don't want to take anything away from him. He's performed really well, but predictive wise, I don't think he's going to be able to keep that up. And in a hot day against a good Boston offense, I think he's going to give up some runs. Cutter Crawford, Maybe not as bad as that 450 ERA, but definitely a below-average pitcher. The Blue Jays shouldn't have any problems scoring runs. I don't think they used up all their runs yesterday. I don't think that's how it works. I think they still got a few in the bag. I think there will be a lot of runs in this one, and it plays out very similar to what I said yesterday. I said there will be runs, and I don't know how it's going to play out. So I like the plus odds in the Red Sox, and I'll say the same thing. I like the plus odds in the Red Sox here today, again, at plus 131. I just don't think there's enough value to be invested in it very heavily. Again, bottom line, who the heck knows what's going to happen in here, except with this weather, not as good a starting pitch as, as you think, mediocre bullpens and good offenses. This just has runs written all over it. Nine and a half is way too low. This total should at least be 11, in my opinion. Again, the model says 13. That's probably a tad too high. But I think 13 is closer than nine and a half uh, in this one. So the evening game, 6.05 Eastern first pitch, Cubs at the Phillies. It'll be another hot one there in Philadelphia, 95 degrees to start, low 90s to close. 
Wind's be blowing out five to 10 miles an hour. Expect a lot of runs in this one as well. The model thinks 9.4. I'm going over, and I love the plus 102. Going over eight. I can't quite get there with an A pick, and it's just like yesterday. I'm probably going to regret it just like yesterday. Yesterday I said we should go over on this one, but I had it at a B grade. I just couldn't quite get there. It's the same thing. I just can't quite get there with an A grade today. Zach Wheeler is too good. Marcus Stroman's not bad in his own right. So I just can't quite get there with an A grade, but I mean, the weather lines up for this to be an over. The starting pitching matters, but both guys are going to give up some runs. It's it's less about the starting pitching being able to completely shut out the offenses and more about the fact that the starting pitching, that, that Wheeler's better than Stroman, relatively speaking, but I can't imagine either one of these guys going through unscathed. But it's like yesterday. I said both offenses are just kind of okay. Both bullpens are you know, a little above average. I mean, it's it's not like either offense really scares me at this point. So I just I can't I just can't give this over an A grade. But weather wise, I think it makes a lot of sense being over ninety degrees all day. Like I said, the ball is going to be flying in that park. So I'm on the over at plus one hundred two. It's a B plus pick. It's a pick where, it, it, like I said, you could you could give it an A grade, and I don't think you're crazy. So it's one that I know a lot a lot of you are just playing the A plays. They've been on fire. This is one of those that really could go either way. So one I think definitely to consider. Uh, when you're looking through the place to make today. And with regards to that, I think it's priced really well. Model says Phillies minus 161. I'll take Phillies minus 161. Or excuse me, model says Phillies minus 156. I don't think there's really value in any way. The Phillies should be favored. They have the better starting pitcher. But beyond that, they have the fact that the game's home. This game's really a wash. I think both these offenses and bullpens are just kind of, um, it kind of cancel each other out. So I think the Phillies are the side to be on here. It's just not really an good enough price to invest heavily in, especially in a, game, in a day that I think will be a lot of runs. And so it's not one that I want to be laying big odds, knowing that either team could put up a three or four spot in an inning in a hurry in this one. 16 Eastern first pitch twins at the Tigers. It'll be a warm one in Detroit, upper 80s to start, lower 80s to close. The winds will be blowing in or across. And so that's something to keep an eye on here. If it's more in, it's going to be a little bit more pitcher-friendly. If it's more across, it's going to be more neutral. And there is some rain in the Detroit area, potentially. So something to keep an eye on. Not one I'm overly worried about, but one that could throw a little bit of a delay into this one. Joe Ryan versus Michael Pineda. Ryan's a guy we've talked about a lot this year. A very good season so far. Advanced metrics think he's not as good as that three ERA, though, and thinks it should be in the low four. So he projects to be good, above average, just not nearly as good as that three ERA, but Pineda is not good. 522 ERA in the advanced metrics say that's pretty accurate. So a pretty good starting pitcher edge for the Twins, not necessarily because I think Joe Ryan is fantastic, but I think he's solid enough, and I think he's much better than Pineda. So the Twins have a solid edge there with regards to starting pitcher. They have a solid edge on offense. This Tigers offense is truly terrible. Relievers are about a wash. I think the Twins should be massive favorites in this game. The model says minus 196. I'm comfortable playing this as long as the number starts with a 1. At 171, it's an A grade. Anything in the 170s, it's an A grade. By the time you get to the 180s, you're probably talking about a B grade. At 180 mark, uh, kind of kind of your cut point. That's kind of where it kind of flips, in my opinion. But at 171, there's a ton of value on the Twins. I think they're by far the better offense and better starting pitching and i don't know what else you want really i mean the game's on the road that's about the only other thing you could ask for with regards to backing the twins with regards to the total the model says 8.6 so the model thinks 8.5 is priced really well if it turns out that this wind 
looks like it's going to be blowing more across versus in. That could swing how you play this total. But eight and a half, I think, is a pretty solid number. I'll take a flyer on the over at minus 105. I don't really trust the Tigers to score, but I think the Twins can score a lot of runs off Pineda. So not really uh, an angle on the total, in my opinion, in this one. 642 first pitch, Cardinals at the Reds. Ton of runs last night in that one. I think got to 14. If you're playing a couple of those games, I think there were three games that the model had really liked the over, and I said played the alternate totals, and two of those three, he hit some massive plus odds on those. We're not quite in the same story today. It'll be warm in Cincinnati, upper 80s to start, mid-80s to close, but the winds will be blowing in today rather than out. That could affect you know, a fly ball being a warning track fly ball instead of a second row home run. The model still thinks a lot of runs. The model still thinks the total should be 11, but the odds makers have adjusted a little bit today and put the total at 10.5. I still think 10.5 is too short, so I'm taking the over, and I love that we're getting plus odds or about even money on this 10.5, but it, I kind of need that even money on this over 10.5 for it to be an A grade. I think if you're having to lay minus 105, minus 110 at 10.5, I think it kind of drops to a B grade. I think you still want to be on the over. I just don't think there's as much value in it as it is with even money. I think there will be runs. I just, I'm a little bit worried about that wind blowing in. I'm not really worried about the pitching. Mike Miner and Steven Matz are not very good. Now, Matz is better than that six ERA. So don't get me wrong there. The advanced metrics say in his nine games this season, he's been more of a three and a half to four ERA pitcher. So I do expect better things from him, but I don't think that's going to come to fruition today in a warm day in the hitter's ballpark. So I think there's more optimism for him going forward, but I think that's, again, relative to his peers and not as much about summer baseball having more runs. I think he's going to give up some runs today. I think he'll give up fewer runs than Mike Miner. The model still doesn't think Miner is terrible. I think part of that is because the model is like, hey, at least Miner's got the ability to eat up some innings. And that kind of matters with the Reds because for most teams, a lot of teams with decent bullpens, I'd say I'd rather him just go hard for four innings and then be done because I don't love thinking about five innings from a bullpen, but that fifth inning from the reliever is probably as good as a crappy starter. With Minor, a fifth inning from Minor probably is better than the Reds' fifth best reliever. So getting an extra inning actually does matter. He's not as bad as at 621 ERA either, but he's not that much better. Again, the model is still taking previous years into account and some of the length doesn't really dislike him that much, but I, I think the model probably overrates him a little bit. So if that's the case, then this total that the model thinks should be 11, maybe should actually be more like 11 and a half. So that's why I said, I, I think over is still the side you want. I just think at this number, this is about as far as I want to go. I'd rather go over 10 and lay some odds personally. That way, if it's a 7-3 to three type game, then you've got that uh, push protection there. So I, I think over is the right side, but if it's 10.5, I need even money or better. And with regards to the side, model thinks the number should be 144. I'll take the Reds at plus 141. I don't think there's any value in this. I think it's pegged pretty well um, as of right now. It's a situation where keep an eye on where the movement is. If this number moves hard one way or the other and it's not starting lineup-based, I'd be very comfortable going the opposite direction of it uh, because in general, over the last few years, that hasn't really been predictive. But right now, if the price doesn't move, it's hard to say there's a good investment. Either way, I don't disagree with the idea of fading minor as terrible as he's been, but it's not like Matt's is great. The Reds' offense 
could score some runs and they got it done last night. It's in Cincinnati. So laying a price like minus 155 or something on the Cardinals, it's just a steep price in my opinion, but I'm not really getting a lot of value with the Reds either. So right now I just, I think overs the side to stick with on this one. Seven to five Eastern first pitch Marlins at the Pirates. I told you yesterday the Marlins would eventually score some runs. They cut them last night against the bad Pirates team. I kind of see the same thing playing out today. I think the Marlins are the right side here. The model thinks they should be a minus 141 favorite. The model still likes Mac, likes Max Meyer. Say that five times fast. He didn't look good in his first start, but the underlying metrics were a little bit more promising than the results. Not great, but I think he can be decent enough. The Marlins bullpen solid. It, the Pirates relievers aren't, so it's really all about Quintana. Quintana's having a great season, especially a little bit of a resurgence, 399 ERA. The advanced metrics think he might actually be a little bit better than that. It's just about the fact that this Pirates team is pretty terrible. We've backed the Pirates in a lot of spots where there's been value on them. And so I still think that there's times going forward we're going to back the Pirates, but they're not a good team. It's like the A's last night, right? We backed the A's with an A grade pick. The A's are a terrible team, but last night was a great spot for them where they had a, a good pitching matchup and there was values. We backed the A's and we got the winner. And that's going to happen. We backed the Nationals last night a terrible team and, and they lost. You're, we're going to back some terrible teams just based off the value. We'll back the Pirates again in the future, but they are a terrible team. And as much as the Marlins have been in a tailspin and as much as their offense struggles right now, they aren't as bad as that stretch that they looked before. You know, like I said yesterday, when we thought they would face Quintana, they do hit lefties better. And so that gives them a little bit of an edge here that if they weren't so, or they should, they project to hit lefties better. If they weren't so right-handed heavy, I'd be a little bit more concerned about them facing Quintana, but they are all their good hitters, it seems like, are righties, especially now with Chisholm out. It's not a good offense, but against lefties, it's okay. They have a better bullpen. I don't think the discrepancy between these two starting pitchers is that large. I think the Marlins should be solid road favorites here. Minus 108 is a ton of value. I'll give that an A grade. And I'm going actually A grade under. I know it's hot in a lot of places, and we've been talking about a lot of runs. We got an over yesterday in this game. But today, it's not going to be that hot in Pittsburgh. We're going to start off, it's it's a, it's going to be low 80s, and it's going to close in the mid-70s. So it's kind of a normal normal night here in Pittsburgh. The wind's going to be blowing in you know, only about five miles an hour. But we're talking about a kind of an average night here talking about two subpar offenses, I think under makes a lot of sense. does have some juice, but the model thinks 7.6 is the right number. Obviously, under 8.8 with that juice is basically equivalent to 8. I'd still go under 8 as long as you got decent odds with an A grade. If the odds start to get away, then it drops to a B. But like I said, I think I'd make this total 7.5. I think Meyer can shut down this pathetic Pirates offense. And I think while the Marlins hit lefties better, I don't see them being good enough to score seven runs off Quintana. I think they get a couple off Quintana. They get a couple off the bullpen. I think the Marlins are able to score, say, five runs in this game. I think they probably allow two. I think they kind of win in that five to two range. Should be a comfortable win for the Marlins. They are kind of the better team in every aspect, except for the starting pitchers, which, like I said, I think is a push. But I just don't see this Pirates offense doing much like they did, didn't do much last night. I don't really see it happening tonight. And the weather is not favorable for them. So like I said, A-grade on the Marlins, A-grade on the under, double A-grade here. I think we can pick them both up. 7-5 Eastern first pitch, Yankees at the Orioles. Hot one in Baltimore, mid-90s to start, mid-80s to close. A slight breeze blowing out, probably five miles an hour or under. That'll get me to a B-grade over at minus 120. The model thinks 
it's similar to that Phillies game, though. I just can't get to an A grade over given these two starting pitchers. Lyles, I think, is fairly average. Talked about him a lot this year. When he's bad, he's truly terrible. But when he's good, he's actually an average pitcher. Cole is phenomenal. 302 ERA advanced metrics lineup right there with him. Definitely a top you know, 10 pitcher in baseball. So the pitching's too good for me to go A grade over. But the ball is going to fly out of that ballpark today. I just I expect both teams to score some runs. I like this over. It's one you can really consider, especially depending on where the juice is whenever you're watching this and whatever you know books you can shop around at. Definitely a B plus over. I just I just am a little bit hesitant with Cole and the fact that Lyles isn't terrible to get to that A grade. But weather-wise, it definitely lines up. If you think that the Orioles can eke out a few runs off of Cole, I think you really have to love this over eight. Again, the model thinks that the number should be nine. So you got a lot of value on it. It's just how confident are you going against Cole? And again, it's like I talked about with that Mariners play. This is why I talk about scaling wagers because I think over the side you want to be on, you just got to figure out how confident you can get in this situation. And that's, of course, for you to figure out how you want to um, how you want to play things. With regards to the side, model says Yankees minus 192. So Orioles plus 204 offers a little bit of value. It's not what I'm going to be overly invested in, only a C pick for me. Again, going against Cole is a tough thing to do. But I think the Orioles can win this game one out of three times. And if they win this one out of three times, plus 204 gives us a little bit of value. Not enough value to invest heavily in, but enough value that I think it's either Orioles or pass. As good as Cole is, Yankees minus 225 is just too steep of a price, in my opinion. You do hear sometimes about these crazy double headers travel situations for some teams it affects them the second day not the first day Yankees held on last night I don't know if they'll have any effects today same thing with the Astros in Seattle I don't know if they'll have any effects today I'm just saying this is what you know there's a potential for that to be a concern I just don't want to be that invested here against Cole but like I said I don't think you can back the Yankees at this price I think if you don't want to be the or play the Orioles I think it's fine I just think it's a stay away the Yankees probably win but as I'm always saying, it's one of those things where, especially talking about parlays, you're adding more risk to your parlay than you're adding benefit, in my opinion, because the payout's just not good enough to warrant investment or money. I think there's better places to put our capital. 17 Eastern first pitch, Padres at the Mets, warm one in New York, upper 80s to start, low 80s to close. Wind's blowing out about 10 miles an hour to start, only about 5 miles an hour to close. So if you're going to have runs, it's going to be more likely to be early based on the weather. Starting pitchers, though, are solid. Snell's. Had an up and down season and a 5.22 ERA, but the underlying metrics say he's been more of an upper three pitcher. And in fact, when you compare Snell to Bassett this year, the underlying metrics say they've performed about the same. Something to keep in mind: obviously, Bassett's had much better results this year, and I think Bassett's a better pitcher. He projects to be better, and he's going to give you more length than Snell, which again that matters. The length of going nine or eight or eight or seven doesn't matter as much as most teams have a couple good arms at the back of their bullpen but the length of going getting to six or seven versus five matters a lot pitcher only goes five innings most teams don't have four guys they can really rely on and you're throwing a shaky guy or two out there and that's where snell is snell's just a five inning type pitcher he's been that for a few years and that definitely dings him a little bit but underlying metric wise i don't think these guys are that different Relievers, I don't know. The Mets have better relievers. The Padres relievers still project to be decent, but they're always scary to watch. Offense, the Mets have a better offense. I think the Mets are the side you want to be on here. The model thinks minus 154 
I'll take the Mets minus 149, B grade pick. Just not enough value to really be invested too heavily on the Mets. I think this is about as high as I want to go with a B pick, maybe minus 150. But once it gets into the minus 151 or higher, you're losing so much value it drops to a lean. So this is about the edge for me on a B grade play on the Mets. But again, I do think Bassett's better than Snell. I think that extra link that he can offer adds value. I trust the Mets relievers more than the Padres reliever. I trust the Mets offense more, and it's in New York. So, I mean, everything kind of lines up for the Mets. I think the Mets are the right side here, especially around these numbers up until it gets to, you know, if you're having to lay a price like minus 160, minus 170, something like that, it's a little bit absurd. Uh, you know, Blake Snell's a decent enough pitcher. Padres are a decent enough team where that's crazy. But around these prices, um, there's no reason not to be on the Mets, in my opinion. Um, but not enough value for an A play. Total, I think, is priced fairly well. Model says 7.9. I'll take an over. It's a C-plus over for me. Again, I think it probably should be 8. It's warm. The one's blowing out. I don't trust the Padres relievers. Like I said, it's a C-plus pick. Um, just couldn't quite get to a B grade. But uh, honestly, I think... The over in here, especially at seven and a half, I think makes a lot of sense. The only concern, of course, that City Field is just a pitcher's park. And so that's the main hesitation, the reason I just can't give it any more confidence than that. 710 Eastern first pitch Rockies at the Brewers. <laughs> Brewers got it done for us last night, but my goodness. Uh, the Rockies scoring a few runs off Corbin Burns was, I think, the most surprising thing. Other than that, I think the game played out kind of like we would expect. Um, this Rockies team continues to impress. I mean, hats off to them. The models hated them all season. And some of the adjustments and improvements that I've made have been inspired by looking at it, saying the model's missing something. How can I make the model better to realize like the Rockies aren't as bad as you think model? Um, so hats off to them. Uh, they're, they're playing much better than I think most of us thought they would, unless you're maybe a Rockies fan. Even then, maybe still better than you thought they would. I still think it's going to be a tall task for them today. Jose Urena versus Brandon Woodruff. Urena is the guy I don't really know what to make of. Um, all cards on the table here. Uh, two of five ERA and seven starts this season. I keep waiting for him to fall apart. He's been fantastic. The underlying metrics say his ERA should be about five, though. It still projects to be one of the worst winning pitchers in my database. It, it, I, I, I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I, 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 when you see the, the FIP, the XFIP, the XERA, all these things, you know, the Sierras, you take all these advanced metrics that, that exist out there, right? Or, or variations of them. And when it's three runs higher than a pitcher's ERA, red flashing lights go off. I don't think Urena's a good pitcher. And Brandon Woodruff, I think, is a pretty good pitcher. 393 ERA in the season, but the advanced metrics say it should be in the low threes. And definitely a guy who, you know, has looked better lately than not. You know, not perfect in his last, you know, seven, eight starts, but most of them have been pretty good. But I'll tell you, as much as I think Urena is smoke and mirrors, this Brewers offense continues to disappoint. They rate out as exactly average. They rate it as average, but it's very hit or miss. They, they don't have guys who get on base a ton. They don't have guys who uh, make a lot of contact. It's a lot of strikeouts. It's a lot of home runs, and the home runs are great, and that's what – that has value. Um but you saw it last night if it went for a, a two-strike, two-out home run by Renfro. They lose that game last night, and that happened because the home run. That's valuable. But the home runs are, are rare rare events. I mean, not that they never happen, but they're rare given, you know, the probability of hitting a home run on any pitch is extremely high, right? So 
it just makes it more all or nothing. So it's a scary proposition to lay this number at the Brewers. I think there's value on the Brewers at minus 271, but I just don't think it's that much. The model thinks 291. You're talking about laying a steep price with the variable Brewers offense. It's not one that I want to be over-invested in. It's one that if you want to throw it out a parlay, I think it, it makes sense. I think there's a little bit of value, but it's not like it's not a lock by any stretch of the imagination. And it's not one I'd be putting in multiple parlays because it wouldn't surprise me if the Rockies win this game, just because this Brewers offense can disappear. And I don't know what to make of Urena. In general, though, the model thinks Urena's not that good. The Brewers, hot and cold offense, can hit a few home runs off of them. The, the Rockies offense isn't that good, and Brenda Woodruff is good. The model thinks the Brewers win this game something like 5-3. to three. I'll trust the model on that, but I'm just not that confident laying this super huge number on the Brewers. With regards to the total, I'll take the over 7.5 with the B-grade pick. The model thinks 8.3. We got to the over last night. I think we can get there again tonight. 17 Eastern first pitch raised at the Royals. Uh, not confirmed starting pitchers, but projected to be Luis Patino and Brady Singer. Uh, Singer is solid. I talked about him yesterday, though. I think he probably gets a little bit too much love for the fact that uh, the rest of the Royals starters are not that good. I talked about with Keller, and he got hit around last night as well. I mean, not a bad starter. Just both those guys aren't, you know, anywhere near the top two pitchers for most teams. They're most like most teams third, you know, second, third or fourth best pitcher, you know, or, or in the case of the Astros and the Dodgers, the Yankees, the fifth best pitcher, you know, um, so solid for Royal standards and singer, but you know, you know, and above average, just not that good. Um, Patino struggled this year. Doesn't project very well. Um, it's going to be a hot one in Kansas City. I mean, over 100 degrees at first pitch. And it's going to close still in the mid-90s. Winds will be blowing out at 10 to 15 miles an hour. I tell you, we are going to be on the over on this one. We're probably going to be on the Royals um, as well. The model thinks the Royals should be favored. That as much as I say again, Singer, I don't think is, you know, good relative or, you know, great relative to the rest of the league. He's still a, a much better pitcher than Patino. Um, bullpens, I think these bullpens are kind of a wash. Race have a little bit of an edge on offense, but I think the edge that Singer has as a good pitcher over Patino, who's not good, is larger than the offensive edge. The game's in Kansas City. I think the Royals should be favored in this one. We'll probably be on the Royals. The question is how much value there is. I guarantee you we're going to be on the, on the over. The model thinks 12.7. There are going to be runs in this one. This is your um, take. This one in Boston are the two take the alternate totals specials. Take the over crazy or high numbers at crazy odds. I mean, don't put a ton. You know, when you get to the ones that are like plus 300, you know, don't put a, a ton on them. You know, maybe just half a unit for funsies or something. But these are the two games that I really think can get out of hand with scoring. Uh, the ball, Kansas City's a header-friendly park. Wind blowing out. I mean, this is one of those like a pop fly is going to be a home run in this one. I mean, so massive amount of runs in this one. I don't think they can make this total high enough for us to not be on the over. Uh, question is what number and what sort of value there is. But again, I'll tweet out that once that is available for us. 7.15 Eastern first pitch Giants at the Dodgers. You had an A-grid win there with the Dodgers last night. And I don't see why tonight's any difference. We're laying minus 169, so we're laying a little bit bigger of a price. I don't really like Julio Urias. I've talked about this all season. I think he's overrated. We saw in the All-Star game. I think he's overrated. ERA still in the upper twos. Advanced metrics think it should be a full run higher than that. So I don't think he's that good. And I do like Alex Wood. In fact, advanced metrics-wise, I think Wood's a better pitcher than Urias. 
The difference is Urias is able to give us an extra inning on average than Wood is, and that's really going to matter because these bullpens are a tale of two cities here. I, I, the, the, the reason the Giants are a mediocre team this year, in my opinion, is their bullpen. Their offense has been very solid, and their starting pitching has been pretty solid. The bullpen's been terrible, and the starting pitching that's had issues has been, for the most part, they haven't had a lot of depth, a lot, a lot of length, I mean, and last year that wasn't an issue. This year it is, and that's the thing with Alex Wood. I think he's great for five innings, but I don't see how the Giants' bullpen can find four good innings against this Dodgers offense. Like I said, I just don't see it playing out much differently than the last couple of nights. I think the Dodgers are the side here. Model thinks it should be Dodgers minus 200. Minus 169 is still incredible value on the Dodgers. Dodgers, Astros, and Yankees are the three teams I kind of always talk about. When the model thinks there's value, we just got to pounce. It doesn't happen often. When it does, it's usually worth our investment. Like I said, I like Wood more than Urias, but it's not a first five bet. If it was a first five bet, maybe the Giants can hang in there. I kind of see this game being, you know, two to two after five innings, and then at that point, I really want to be on the Dodgers because the, they have a good bullpen and the Giants don't. Um, so I'm on the Dodgers here. With regards to the total, model thinks 9.6. So another B-plus over, another over to consider as an A grade. Didn't get the over last night. I uh, did get the over two nights ago. I, I, you know, I can talk about yesterday. I really liked Tyler Anderson. And that's, I think, the difference between this one and yesterday's is that uh, I liked Logan Webb and I like Alex Wood, but, uh, and I liked Tyler Anderson, you know, and I, and I don't really like Julio Urias that much. I think he's overvalued. The fact that the total is still also eight, I think, is surprising. Um, if this total is eight, last night should have been seven. And if last night was eight, this one should be nine. And the reason why is that Webb is on average going to give you more length than Alex Wood does. And on average, I think Tyler Alexander is a better pitcher than Julio Urias is. I don't really see how the totals are the same. And so, like I said, it's a B plus over. It's one that, again, the model thinks 9.6. It's one that I may think about it more. I may add another unit and upgrade this to an A pick throughout the day, depending on exactly what the odds do. I just, I can't see how if last night's total was eight, this one's eight. Uh, I, I just I think there will be I think the Giants' offense is good enough to score off Urias, um, I, I, and and I just cannot see how the Dodgers don't score a ton of runs. Um, Woods either going to go four good innings or he's going to give up some runs, and if he goes four good innings, it's using he's using everything up to get these guys out, and if that's the case, then there's a lot of Giants relievers going to have to play. Other than to consider, it's a warmer day in LA uh, for their standards at least. We're going to start off in the mid 80s in this one and close in the mid 70s. Winds will be blowing out at about five miles an hour the entire the entire day here. So I think the ball is going to carry relatively well for Los Angeles standards. Maybe not quite like some of the other places up in the Northeast where we've got this heat wave happening, uh, but I mean, the ball is going to carry decent for that stadium. I just think eight's way too low here. I like this over eight and I'm on the Dodgers. I think there's just a lot of value backing in tonight. 715 Eastern first pitch guardians at the White Sox. This will be game two. Again, having confirmed starting pitching. Weather-wise, though, it'll still be warm, mid-80s, mid-upper 80s to start, mid-low 80s to close in a wind that's blowing across. Though the wind will be strong, it'll be 10 to 15 miles an hour. Um, so if that shifts, that could really affect how you view the total. But as of right now, that wind's not going to be much of a factor. And again, once we've got starting pitchers confirmed, I will tweet out plays and add those to the Google Sheet. 
720 Eastern first pitch. Angels at the Braves. Got that A winner with the Braves last night. Otani looked really good for a while, but again, just couldn't hold that really good Braves offense down the entire night. I kind of see tonight playing out similarly. I like the Braves here. Model thinks minus 206. I'll take the Braves minus 194. Only with a B grade, though, as opposed to last night. I think last night there was just so much value. We had to get that third unit on it. Today at 194, I just don't think there's enough value to warrant an A grade. It's just a steep price. It's a price I think it's worth investing in, but not over-investing in. Anything that starts with a 1, I think, is worthy of a B grade. I think the Braves are the side you want to be on here. Uh, note that I have Trout as 50-50 in this projection. He's eligible to come off the, of the injured list today. I don't know if he will. I, I talked about this yesterday. I, I assume he is more likely to come off than not just because of the fact that if he was, you know, considering playing in the All-Star game and considering playing at the end of last week, then things should be better. But again, with the back, you never really know. With spasms, you never really know. My hunch is he's going to try to give it a go. But again, at this point, we're too far away. I don't really know. If you hear one way or the other, Trout is going to affect the probability the Angels win by, you know, easily 3 4%. I mean, he really pushes the limits on how valuable he's. He's not going to swing the line 50 cents, but he's going to swing it a decent amount. So I've got Trout 50-50 here. So um, easily my number swings 1% to 2% higher or lower based off if he's in or out. So I think the Braves are the side to be on here. But I will say if Trout plays, then – Again, this is really as high as I want to go investing because the Angels could pull the upset. Sandoval's a good pitcher, a three-year in the season. Probably not quite that good, but he's not that much worse. Underline metrics, say mid-threes. Kyle Wright, same story, 295 ERA, underline metrics, say mid-threes. Wright's going to give you a little bit more length, which again matters, especially given the fact that the Angels' bullpen is terrible. But the Braves have a huge edge on offense, huge edge with the relievers. Um, like I said, it's kind of a steep price. I like being on the Braves, but I don't want to go any higher than this. So if it gets into the 200s, it's either just it's lean territory or pass. And again, Trout being the big asterisk on this game, not knowing if he's going to play and what that does. Model says 8.3 for the total. I'll take under 8.5 just with a lean. I think it's priced really well. It's not a total market that I think is worth investing in. It's going to be a little bit warmer than last night in Atlanta, so a little bit more likely to see uh, some runs, but not super hot like some of the other places where I'm thinking it's just going to be a run fest, 87 degrees to start, going to close around 80, no wind to speak of. Rain potentially popping up in the area just like every night it seems like in Atlanta. So something to keep an eye on. But I think the total market's price pretty right. The big thing to keep an eye on, of course, is what how steep the price gets on the Braves and what happens with Trout. 8.15 Eastern first pitch, Nats at the Diamondbacks. We're going to do it again. We're going to try the Nats with an A grade. Uh, plus odds are nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> both these teams are terrible. That's, I mean, that's my whole analysis. Both these teams are terrible. <laughs> and the model thinks Diamondbacks minus 116. The model thinks the Diamondbacks should have a little bit better of an edge than just home field. So let's walk through this. Annabelle Sanchez, Madison Bumgarner. The model thinks both of them are below average. Um, that might be your biggest point of contention with this. Bumgarner does have a 383 ERA in the season, but the underlying metrics say it should actually be in the upper fours. So the model just is still not that high on Bumgarner. We backed Bumgarner early in the season when 
I think everyone kind of thought he was going to be terrible. I was like, I don't think he's going to be that bad. Um, I just, I still think he's not quite as good as he's looked. Annabelle Sanchez, you know, not a guy you love backing, but probably close to Bumgarner. And again, I think that's the biggest thing you got to think about. If, if you really think that Bumgarner is light years better than Sanchez or a ton better than Sanchez or even a lot better than Sanchez, you probably handicap this game a little bit differently than I do. Um, but the model thinks they're about the same. Bullpen-wise, the Nats bullpen is, projects to be a little bit better. Um, offense-wise, the Diamondbacks offense projects to be a little bit better. That's kind of a wash. And so that's kind of why the model thinks Diamondbacks should be just slight favorites. Model thinks minus 145 on the Diamondbacks is just way too steep of a price. Plus 134 offers good value on the Nats. They might lose 10 to 1 again. Uh, I'd be surprised if the Diamondbacks scored 10 runs in back-to-back games. But, I mean, stranger things have happened, right? The Blue Jays scored. I think the Blue Jays scored you know, more runs in five innings than I think most people expect them to score all weekend, right? So um, weird things happen in baseball, but I, you know, I just, I think there's a lot of value in the Nats. Hopefully it doesn't bite us again quite like last night. Last night was pretty, pretty miserable on this one. Uh, total wise model thinks 9.1. I'll take under nine because it's minus 107. My angus total is priced perfectly. So I, I don't really see an edge here. And, and when you look at it, it's the same thing I talked about yesterday. I, I can't believe I'm spending that much time on this game. This game is just garbage, but you know, same thing I talked about yesterday. I don't trust either pitcher. I don't trust either relievers. I don't trust any of these offenses. I mean, I don't know how. And maybe you can. If you can, great. I love it. Hope Good luck. Hope you're successful. But I don't know how you really handicap the total market in this game because it's like you don't really have a lot to go off of. Like, it's just bad baseball all the way around. And what does bad baseball mean? I'll go under because as I've talked about this season, for the most part, on average, not every night, but on average, bad pitching has beat bad hitting. And so I kind of think these pitchers, even though neither one I think is that good, and these relievers I don't think are good, I think they can hold down bad offenses. It's been the, the story of the season, but it's not one that I'm overly confident in. And it's one that if there were nine runs exactly in this game, I would say, yeah, that seems pretty fitting. Then to wrap us up, 907 Eastern first pitch, Rangers at the A's. Always scary taking the A's, just in general. It's scary taking them with an A grade. Scarier taking them with the play of the day. But we got there with the A's. Um, last night. Tonight, I think, will be a little bit of a different story. I, I, I think, like I said, the A's won one out of three games, and they got their win of the weekend last night. I I, I think the Rangers are a, a solid team. Not great, but solid. Uh, Taylor Hearn tonight versus James Caprillion. Uh, I don't think either pitcher is very good, but I still think Hearn's a better pitcher. I think he's, um, you know, his underlying metrics are about a run better than Caprillion's, and I just think Hearn has more upside. I just can't get past the fact that you've got a pitcher for the A's who has a, 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 an ERA over five pitching half of his games, more or less, in one of the biggest pitchers' parks in the country. I just think this Rangers offense, even though they're only average, I think this is a guy they can take advantage of. You know, the they struggled last night against a decent pitcher, again, in a pitcher's park in a horrible travel spot. You know, that kind of makes sense. But I think they could score some runs here um, today. That's kind of what I'm counting on. I don't think Herm's that good, but I do think he can have some success against a weaker A's offense. I think the Rangers are the side to be on here. Minus 122. I'm giving it a B-grade pick. It's it's really as high as I want to go. The model thinks 121 for the Rangers. The model doesn't even think there's that much of an edge here, but I think the Rangers bounce back and get the win tonight. So it's a B-grade pick. Not enough value at all for an A. Barely enough value for a B. It's kind of a B-minus. I just think the Rangers are the side you want to be on tonight. I think 
I think this number is a little bit of an overreaction to last night. Uh, but again, last night was just a bad spot. I think the Rangers should get it done for us here tonight. And and 122 is not that big of a price to lay. And with regards to the total, I'll take over 7.5 even money. Just a lean, though. It's going to be a night game in Oakland, and the ball doesn't tend to carry there at night. It will close in the low 60s. But we're going to start off in the low 70s. And so maybe we can get a little bit of a couple extra runs early on and get us to this over. It's not what I'm overly confident in the model. I think 7.3. So the model says it's priced perfectly. Um, but I just – I think the Rangers offense can score off of Caprelli. And I think the biggest thing here is that park, you know, you end up with more foul ball outs and that's something that obviously the Rangers will have to avoid. I don't know how you avoid that, but that, if they can avoid that, that'll help. It's a park that doesn't see as many home runs. We did see a couple last night, but you don't see as many home runs there. But I think this is a guy that the Rangers maybe not hit home runs in that park on the, especially as the night goes on, but I think it's one where they can get single after single, double after double. You put up a big, you know, he's going to walk a couple guys. I think the Rangers can put up a crooked number early in this game. And then at that point, it's not that the total is guaranteed. I don't love it that much, but I think that gives us a better shot at going over than under. Like I said, this is mainly just, I got to figure out as many ways to fade Caprillion as possible because I just don't think he's that good. And like I said, I can't get over the fact that he's got a 509 ERA pitching in that park that just does not bode well. And the advanced metrics actually say he's been worse than that. So, I mean, it just... Lots of bad things uh, there tonight, pitching uh, for Oakland. So that is the 16 games today. Again, I'll add picks on the three that don't have lines yet on Twitter and the Google Sheet. My A plays for the day as of now, and again, I'll probably be on the Royals and the over in that one, maybe an A play or two. So check out Twitter and the Google Sheet for those later. But for right now, the A plays, I've got over nine and a half in Toronto, Boston. Twins at minus 171 at Detroit. I've got over 10.5 in St. Louis, Cincinnati. I've got the Marlins minus 108 at Pittsburgh. And I've got the under 8.5, even though it's juiced in that one. I've got the Dodgers minus 169 at home against the Giants. And I've got the Nats plus 134 at Arizona. And that's all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder to check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link and more at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. Again, special episode tomorrow, some educational tools. It's not long, about 15 minutes. Take a look at that. See if you can learn something, maybe help you out a little bit with how you're viewing wagers, uh, what you can do, what you can do with some free bets, right? So just some good ideas for you there. I think you'll enjoy it. But we'll be back on Monday with more baseball betting picks. Best of luck this weekend, and until I see you again, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.